Hello and welcome to the No BS Approach to Motherhood podcast, hosted by Catherine Hay and Shelley McKenzie. We are both mothers and clinical nutritionists who specialize in women's health. We are here to not only bring you the most up-to-date nutritional and health advice when it comes to fertility, pregnancy, postpartum and children's nutrition, but our main goal is to break through the BS that can come with motherhood. No topic is off limits, so grab a cuppa or a glass of wine and join us for another raw and real conversation surrounding motherhood. How are you, sister? Welcome to 2024. Can you believe we are back? I actually can't. <laughs> Last year was the biggest hiatus the podcast has ever had, but you know, there was a lot going on and I'm so excited for this year because we have so much lined up for you guys and just so many exciting sponsorships and collaborations and guests and we are excited it's like we've got a whole new lease on life with the potty right yeah it is and you know we will we are committed as you said and we will try very hard not to go on another hiatus I mean we did really try last year our worlds just weren't aligning and that hour time difference that you and I have I mean it's only an hour but it's pain in the ass um but you know I mean life does happen so yes we are excited we are pumped we are back baby (laughs) So you'll be hearing from us a lot more frequently this year as best as we possibly can. So, yeah, exciting times. But let's do a catch-up. We won't spend too long on this. I'm sure everyone isn't that excited about a catch-up from us. But, you know, there's been lots going on in your world, lots going on in my world. So fill us in, Shell. Fill us in. What's been happening? I literally don't even know where to start because I feel like... Like, I don't know, what's been happening in my life? I, I don't really know. Um, I feel like my days are pretty much the same. Well, okay, so the boys have transitioned to a new kindy daycare. That's a big, been a big transition for the kids. And also you've had kids at home with you so much. It's affected your career, how you've been doing clinic and your programs. Like, fill us in. There's been a lot of movement in terms of motherhood, career, the juggle. I feel, yeah. Yeah. from my I, point of view, anyway. <laughs> absolutely. I talk to you every day. So then when it gets to this, I'm like, what do I talk about? Um, yeah, so that actually, yes, has been huge. Um, and as you know, I hit breaking point. Like hats off to mothers who stay home full-time with their kids. Like uh, I honestly, I had romanticised. So, okay, so hang on, taking it back a little bit. The reason this happened was because all three of them were in like a daycare uh, daycare kinder joint like facility and we decided to move the daycare was exceptional, but we weren't getting what we wanted from their kinder program. And then going into four-year-old kinder, like one year away from school, we were like, he really needs to be learning more than what he currently is. So we decided to move him, which meant um, it's really hard, like most places, to get into daycares around here. And so um, we accepted these odd days for Van. And then they were on the other days to Lenny and Audrey still going to the old daycare. So, um, yeah, so Lenny was going three days, Audrey was going two days, Van was going two days to all different places and on different days. So I had one kid home with me. I'd romanticise what that would look like. I was like, this is going to be unreal. When do I get this time back with them? Like, 
you know, I, I, they only go normally the boys would go three days and Audrey's only ever gone two days, but I was like, this is going to be just the best. So I'd like romanticize what that would look like. And, um, you know, like our days at the beginning were awesome. Like it was so good, but the boys don't sleep anymore. They talk 24 seven, which I adore obviously, and I wouldn't change them, but like when you just talked at for 13 hours straight, it's like a really big day, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, um, so yeah, the first little bit was awesome. Loved it. But then as it got nearer to like the Christmas period, definitely through December, like I was burnt out because in amongst all of this, I was still trying to juggle my clinic because I work myself. I can't just like go on annual leave or just put things on hold. Like I do have people still relying on me and I want to be there for them. Like I've committed to them as well. You know what I mean? So my clients were unreal. Like they just, yeah, I, I just had to try to juggle clinic days, with kids like yeah it was it was chaos by Christmas time I was so tapped out I was so burnt out like I just needed a break I had the kids seven days a week and like every day until this week now and yeah I was just gone right like there'd be the odd little windows like I'm exercising again so I'd go for like a half an hour run or but like it it wasn't ever time to switch off so I just felt like towards Christmas, I was batshit crazy. Like I was just so short. I wasn't mothering the way I normally would. Yeah. I was just tapped out. <laughs> yeah. So that was, that was the end of last year. And then we went away to Christmas holidays, which when it's me, Maka and the kids on family holidays, love it. Like we are, we have the best holidays, but when you go to Christmas with family, it's not that relaxing. So like there was 15 of us sleeping under mum and dad's roof. Yeah, it just wasn't a holiday for me at all. Macca and I kind of go between Korowa and Yarrawonga, which is half an hour away from each other. He was having a great time, but the kids didn't want to be at his parents' house because all their cousins are at my parents' house. So mm. the kids were with me constantly and I just was getting like, more because then you're also navigating like different parenting styles like the judgment that comes in when people see you parenting and you know if you've got the kid that's deemed like in air quotes like the naughty kid you know you're constantly on edge because you're like oh you know you look waiting to see their reaction if your kid hits or pushes or like it's just fucking exhausting so it wasn't until um, on New Year's Day I got in the car and came back to Melbourne. We were out camping. We were having a great time, but it was like, I'm going to say remote camping. Like there was no walking track. I couldn't even go and get a coffee. I was like, yeah. this is too bush for me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I grew up in the bush. Like I've done this. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, Macca, I'm heading back home. So I went back home for four blissful days without the kids and just I, I worked, to be honest, because work is such an outlet for me. Like I just worked, I slept, I just, it, w- it was just heaven and it's fully reset me. So we've had the nicest weeks, like this January, I've had the kids home until today and we've just had the best few weeks because I felt recharged. Mm, yeah. And you, you are who you are the person that holds it all together. And even just having four days to yourself to sleep, to nurture yourself, yes, throw yourself into work and get on top of what you need to do. It's just so important. And we always put ourselves last, right? We mm. always do. And then it comes to a breaking point where we realize, oh, something has to change. And that's more likely ourselves. 
to get some type of rest and reprieve back in so we can reset and support our family again. For sure. And it's one of my intentions this year. Like I, I obviously shared my intentions with Macca as well, because even at Christmas time, we'd set up this plan. It didn't go the way we thought it would because he thought he would have the kids in Coral most of the time. And again, it got to like me breaking again over Christmas where I'm like, I just can't do this. Like, and it was more me getting snappy with my family, like not, not the kids or Macca. It was like everyone else. I was like, I just need space right now. And yeah, and so one of my intentions for 2024 is um, to to communicate this with Macca because I'm not great at at seeing when that tap out is coming, like and that burnout is coming. So it's something that I'm going to try really hard to be mindful of and just be like, Macca, I need a weekend, and he can take the kids camping or do whatever. But um, yeah, I'm I'm like that is one of my intentions is to tell him that I need time before I get to breaking point again so important and now that you've had that conversation with him at least that communication channel is open so you both exactly. can see when that shift is potentially starting to arise and then you can get onto it sooner rather than later so you don't reach that sure. boiling point again yeah yeah so um yeah that's that's probably me <laughs> oh well you also birthed a career baby over this time your programs talk to us about that because I think that's something really exciting that you're now offering in your clinic too yeah I am really excited about the program so again it's all they were all born because I had sick kids and I had a day full of clients that I have to you know reschedule find time for I just I just wanted to be able to show up in a different way to my clients as well as my kids. And so that's how the program Nourishing Your Bump is the main one. That's how that was kind of birthed was through having sick kids. But, yeah, essentially it goes through every trimester from preconception to postpartum. It is a monster. There's like over 70 modules in that now. But it's tailored so that people can do it at their own speed. So if you're pregnant and, you know, you are, you've got morning sickness and you need to learn how to manage it, there's a video, there's like a full treatment plan. So you can kind of just like pick up what you need. Um, and the cool thing is it's lifetime access. So if you are having multiple um, pregnancies or plan to have multiple kids, you can use it through each pregnancy. And it's just a way that, yeah, I can show up for you, give you all the information and you don't need to spend time doctor Googling, working out what you can eat, what you can't. I'm constantly in there updating it. So that was nourishing the bump. And as you know, like, majority of my clients are in that preconception, mostly pregnancy phase. And so this was just a really cool way for me to be able to give them so much more value for their money. It ends up being more cost effective than seeing me one-on-one. Yeah. Um, and of course I do still have that option in the VIP. So yeah, the programs were, yeah, they've been exciting. Like I'm, I'm loving them. I'm loving the constant like updates. I chat to people in there constantly yeah, they have access to me essentially 24-7, but it's in my own time. So mm. my response time and everything is within 48 hours, but it's like when the kids are gone to bed and I'm waiting for Macca to finish, you know, wrapping up his day, I just quickly reply to a few things and it's, it's yeah, much better for me and hopefully the people in there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's such a great program and I've obviously had a little look at it and it's a great offering to anyone in that phase of life so well done and I think this is another thing it's bringing back everything you've just been talking about with having the kids and having at least one kid at home we need to find this 
way you, I was even talking about it on social media the other day that I feel my point of view is there's no balance between career and motherhood you're always going to get pulled in one direction and creating these programs right is just another way that you can be with your kids if you need to be with them so you you're not you know in one-on-ones all the time which takes mm. a lot of your time and energy away as well so I think having these other avenues and options for your career, which still nourishes you and your soul and what you want to achieve and your expertise, I think it's really important because, yeah, I was thinking about it the other day, this whole, no one really talks about it. And when I opened up about it on my Instagram, because I was, it's the first time ever, and this is like shock horror, that I have really wanted to be, with Sunny more. Not saying that I don't love being a mother full time, but I sure it's this it's this thing that I've always put my my career's always been number one. And even when um it, it really hit home when I realized that that the career has always come first. Sunny mothering has come first, but it's taken a back seat in terms of where I'm at now. And she's three and a half. And this is purely because she's moving into the last daycare room before she goes to school and I and I just looked back and I said where's that time gone she's get she's being raised by daycare kindy more than she's being raised by me and we've had a few you know emotional things going on with Sunny and all the rest of it and I really stepped back pulled on my heartstrings and said I need to be the one teaching her these not daycare not kindy program that should be coming from me so it's just I think this whole big conversation of how do mothers do it when they've got a career that they love? Like, this is the other thing. I love my career. It's mm. not like I have to go to work in this job that I hate and I'm just doing it, you know. I'm going to work because I love it. Where's that happy medium? Where's that balance? How do you scale back or how do you scale up to make it work for you and your family in this season? And, yeah, my dams exploded and it was really interesting. It was an absolute landslide with mothers saying drop the career and be with your babies because they're only young for this short amount of time. You can pick up the career whenever you want. But I feel like they don't. these people that were saying that don't understand the passion I have for my career also. So that's yeah. hard. And it's like the other part of it is when you've studied for, you know, a five-year degree and you've put all this time into it, and then building that career because we're working for ourselves. So, it, again, it's not as if we can just go and get another job with someone in a few years' time. Yeah. Like it takes a lot, like it's taken you seven years to build your business to where it is now. Yeah, it's not always that simple because, as you said, this is passion. Like this is a love for, for this career and mm. we do it because we want to, not because we have to, mm. which is different as well to say like a woman who's going to work because she has to but can leave it there and switch off and come home and be with her babies, you know? Yeah, exactly. Or get the maternity maternity leave from the company that she's working for. We don't get that working no. Get a maternity leave. We have to fund our own maternity leave. We get the government one, but that is nothing. That's dreadful. I mean, <laughs> so yeah, I think there's just so many layers to it. There is. And I loved you said to me last week, it was something along the lines, and you can correct me, of when you're 70, you're not going to look back and be like, oh, I'm so glad I've worked for all those years, you know, and, and it's so true. And I guess having had the kids at home or at least one of them home with me every day for the last few months, that didn't work for me. 
and you know you and I have had this conversation as well and you're like it it, it will not work for you either right and so I do feel like like at the minute we've got the kids in for two days and I'm going to have them full days even though I get massive mum guilt and over the the pickup time but they're going to be like my big days and then I'm at home with them the other three days and I do feel like that is a nice balance for me but finding what that looks like for you yeah and I have been doing this for you know Sunny since Sunny was six months old trying to find that balance I've scaled back I've added in an extra day to bring down clinic days but then you know it's hard for me I don't, I can't find that balance. I've tried mm. everything because I'm healthily obsessed with my career. So this is the thing. And I, I don't have programs. I don't have these other areas where I can pull back in, in, you know, that type of form, I guess, in the career. I'm a one-on-one. I deal with chronic disease. You know, I, it, it's, it requires so much of my attention mm. and yes, I could, you know, I've capped my clients per week. I've done things like that to really implement so I don't get burnt out because I can get burnt out very, very quickly. But it's taking it is taking my time away from Sunny. She's in daycare four days a week. I have her one day a week on my own, which is a Monday. And people, my, you know, I'm running a company. So I have staff, I have people, and everyone wants me on a Monday. So it's not like I'm a hundred percent present with Sunny um, on a Monday anymore either. And so I've had to make some really strict boundaries in place to be like no work meetings, no phones, no nothing. No one can contact me on a Monday for work purposes um, just so I can have that one-on-one time with her because weekends are full. You know, we're Nick's home, we're a family, we love hanging out all together, but you miss that one-on-one time. So Mondays are my only opportunity. And look, I have closed my books to new clients and maybe I'll drop another clinic day in the foreseeable future. But um, I just want to have that time with her now because she's at that age where she's like a little sponge and she's everything she's saying, we're having these great conversations, but I want to be the one that is impacting her life, not daycare. Yeah. I know. And you know what, babe, the other thing that it could even be is just like, you know, you start at 10 o'clock one day and you and her go and get breakfast together or start your morning at the beach or one day you finish at two and you go and have like a couple of hours just, okay. (laughs) Okay. You know, this is the thing, you know. You you want more. And that's not, that's not even working because I want to go to my parties or, you know, and then I've got work meetings because I've dedicated that day to being in clinic. So, you know, I've implemented, I finish early, but then I'm doing treatment plans and then I'm, you know, here and then she's home at four and then it's, bar, you know, it's then it's a routine. Yeah. Even all of that isn't working for me. So it's, yeah, I don't know. I don't have the answer. I'm still figuring it out. And I know it will come eventually, but it's just, I just like having, I think the conversations need to be open because I just could not believe the amount of women in my position or in a position where they're like, we just, we don't know what else to do. No one talks about it. How do mothers juggle it? We always hear about postpartum and, um, mm. you know, being with the kids or gentle parent or all of these other things. But where's that balance between going back to work, working, fulfilling your needs, fulfilling a mothering needs and being with your babies? I don't know. It's a very, it's all these blurred lines, which is fine. It's just. And if anyone's got any solutions or any other ideas, like feel free to drop over on our Insta and let us know. 
because you're right, it's not talked about and it is forever, it is that forever juggle. And as you said, as your babies are starting to transition to and go through different milestones, it, it does hit home. And I think there's also that other guilt, you know, there's the other flip side. It's like, well, you had babies, you should be a stay-at-home mom. Someone slid into my DMs and said that. I didn't respond because I didn't know how to respond. It's like, well, you have children, that's your job. You chose to have children, so isn't that your job to look after them? And I could see, like, I, I'm very pragmatic. I'm very, like, I look at every side. I'm happy to sit in there. But I'm also, like, that's not me. <laughs> that's not what I do. You know, I, yeah. Well, I and know. it doesn't, you've tried it, right? And it didn't serve you or Sunny. I don't know. There's, I think the conversation's open. Slide into our DMs if you want to have a chat. Very open to all sides of this conversation I wouldn't I was going to say debate but it's not a debate we're not you know there's no right or wrong in mm-hmm. any of this but I think it's, it's listening to your gut and following your heart I think they're the major players in all of this and when you can figuring out what may work for and this is it may work for a, f- a few months it may not work for the rest of the year it's like I think you just have to be fluid in and it has to be no set guide do you know what I mean yeah. I think it's constantly changing yeah, agreed. So tell us what else has been happening in your world besides the longing to be with Sunny Girl? Gosh, oh my gosh, I don't even know where to start. So let's, I guess people might be invested in this. I don't really know, but um, people slide into my DMs asking me. So I may as well go into it. My fertility journey, because we have yes. spoken about this on the podcast. So it's, I don't speak about it on social media um, because I don't have the energy to respond to DMs. So I'm ha- more, I always said I'm more than happy to share on the podcast. So we are in the thick of trying to conceive. Um, we are, I think, 11 months now into our journey, which took us 11, 12 months with Sunny to conceive. So we're at that similar time frame that we were with Sunny. I fell pregnant in August so it was her third yeah her third birthday I fell pregnant last year was never confirmed just because I was having endometriosis tests and just doing other hormone tests and my hormones were through the roof I knew I was pregnant spoke to my doctor she said you're definitely pregnant there's no point doing a test we'll just wait and see you know when you're a week overdue then we'll get your HCG tested but your progesterone and estrogen was really high and I know all my levels so when I saw them I was like oh I'm 100% pregnant knew I was pregnant you had the and symptoms too. Fatigue. Like I couldn't even get out of bed for Sunny's mm-hmm. birthday. I had to really muster up the energy just to spend that day with her. It was unbelievable, the fatigue. And then I was busy with Sunny's birthday. And then the next day, so I just bled everywhere. It was it was like I gave birth. It was what they call a chemical pregnancy, so early miscarriage, um, and it was the most horrific thing I had experienced. I mean, I'm a I'm a very heavy bleeder. You know, I've got endometriosis. We all know that, so I'm pretty aware of it. But it was just the pain was another level. It was like it was like having giving a way lesser degree of going through childbirth, but the pain was the most significant thing I've ever witnessed, and passing really really big clots for for days so that really um I was fine emotionally um I wasn't attached to an outcome because I never saw 
like a positive pregnancy test, so to speak. So I wasn't attached to this pregnancy at all, but it was just really, I guess, confronting going through that and understanding it because I've never had a chemical pregnancy or a miscarriage before. Yes, it was early. You know, I I didn't ever really want to speak about it on social media. It was like, oh, it's an early miscarriage. You know, it's kind of gets shunned. Like it wasn't anything. It was, it was, it was very significant. It, I took me a long time to recover physically from that. It took me, oh gosh, I feel like this period I just had was one of the best, the best one I've had since August, since that time. So it's taken me a long time to really rejuvenate from then too and the fatigue that I was experiencing. So that happened um, and that was that. And then I am booked in for surgery um, in February. So I'm having a hysteroscopy, hysteroscopy um, which is basically a tube flush. So they flush out your fallopian tubes, go into the uterus with a camera, have a look around, see if there's any polyps or anything they can remove. Um, it's like a colonoscopy for the uterus essentially. So go under a general, have a look around, see what's going on. Because I think I've been pretty open on here about I still feel like there's a missing link to my original laparoscopy in what when was that coming up to two years ago so seeing a new um, endo specialist so that will be really great just to get some other answers have a look around Um, and that is that but you know like I was saying I've got so many big things happening and it's knowledge now, but I've co-founded a supplement company. With yeah, girl. So, you know, that's my biggest career baby, which, oh, my God, this has been in the, in the woodwork for 16 months. It's been blood, sweat and tears. So that for me is just so exciting. And yeah. that's where, you know, all my energy is going into as well with Captured Nutrition. So that's that's what I'm most excited about. Yeah, for sure. So tell us, where do we need to go and follow your new supplement company? And when is it all coming out-ish, like timelines, roughly? I've just gone into production. So all TGA approved, and that's a process in itself. So Honest Health Co. is the company. Um, so you can find us on Instagram at the moment, and we've got a website launching very soon. Products will be available by the end of November. Uh, sorry, end of Feb. End of I was Feb. Going to say November. No, <laughs> yeah, end of Feb. Um, so that will be literally a month away. So they will be there. We're launching with a prenatal because this is the thing. We prescribe how many different brands of prenatals are there out there? Yeah, so and many. There's so many. Most of them are out of stock or all the rest of it. So. I mean, I've been dealing with supplements for eight years now and I just know what is best in these supplements, obviously with my co-founder, Emily, as well. So it it's just like we I can do this better and I want to make sure it's available to everyone. So Emily and I have just poured everything into this as well. So we've got a prenatal and a stress and sleep support. That is pregnancy and breastfeeding safe as well because... My mantra for this year is peace is my priority. So we need a stress and sleep support because everyone needs a stress and sleep support. Don't they ever. (laughs) Right? So Em and I are very proud of the ingredients list in here. Um, It's clean, no bullshit, because that's why we call it Honest Health. It's full transparency. The excipient list is 
absolutely minimal. Um, yeah, so cannot wait for that to take off and launch. Cannot wait. I'm so pumped for you and so excited and, yeah, just proud of you as well. Like you have, you've poured everything into this and um, it's finally here. Yeah. <laughs> I know, it's finally um, here. I can't wait to have these little hot products in my hands. Oh, me too, sister. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anything else? Anything else we haven't touched on? No, uh, I think that's everything. That's everything from yeah. my end. Yeah. Just an episode shit and shit, really. I mean, yeah. <laughs> shooting shits, catching up, having it you know. Yeah, we um we haven't done one in a while, so we figured we better start here and just fill you guys in on where we've been at, what's been going on, and then um yeah, every every week ideally to come, we will have some really fun episodes. Starting with next week, we're doing the things you think but don't say. Episode, yeah, which is aren't we? So fun. So yeah. fun, even hilarious. Yeah. And we are doing that because you guys over on our Instagram said that you wanted one of those to kickstart, just something light. It's going to be just a quick episode. But please make sure you head on over to our Instagram. We are there more often now. So slide into our DMs, make sure you screenshot if you're listening and tag us so we can reshare. Um, because yeah, as we said, we are taking this podcast to the next level this year and um and we need your guy like you guys we need your help to do that so um yeah share away share it with your friends leave us a review comment like save you know all that social media jargon we need it all so we appreciate every single one of those (laughs) amazing all right guys we'll see you next week bye bye thank you so much for listening If you have enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave a five-star review. That way we can continue to inspire and reach more mamas around the globe. If you would like to get in contact, request a guest or topic, then head to the No BS Approach to Motherhood Instagram page and send us a direct message. Otherwise, until next episode, stay sane, mama.